Look, you berserko Barbie doll. When you mess with Spike, you mess with death. You can talk the talk, but you walk the walk. Try me. I will. Let's go. Right now. Spike's in hell. Spike's in pee-wee hell. So do you think you could take him? Who, Spike? Yeah. One-on-one. -on -one. Well, he's stronger than me, but I have the experience. He's certainly intimidating. He's a tough guy, but could you take him? Tables, ladders, and chairs? 30-year-old me. In Stretcher a, match? In a ladder match. Yeah. In a casket match. <laughs> casket match. I don't know, I think I need you. You want to go two-on-one handicap match? Yeah. Triple threat? Yeah, with a lumberjack match? We'll, ta we'll take him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome back to the Last Row Podcast, brought to you by O'Shea Chevrolet off of Route 181 in Urbania, Ohio. That's O'Shea Chevrolet. You'll thank us tomorrow. My name is Drew, and I'm here with my very good friend, Badway. <laughs> What's up? We want to welcome all new listeners. For those that do not know, this is a podcast where we watch movies that might not have been loved by the critics and find their silver linings, and also fill in the blanks that movie writers might have left out. If you're looking to keep in touch with us, you can find us on our website at thelastrowpodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter at thelastrowpod, facebook.com slash thelastrowpod. We're on Google+, and we also have a voicemail line. And if you haven't done so already, we really appreciate it if you head out to iTunes, give us a five-star review. There's a lot of people have done it already. want to say thank you to everyone that's done that. Um, really appreciate it. So today we did um, Little Giants. We were going to do a two-part football episode, but due to time constraints and Snowmageddon, Snowmageddon here in the Northeast, uh, our schedule got a little crunched. So we're just doing Little Giants this week. IMDb 6.3, Rotten Tomato 40%, 1994, rated PG, directed by... Do Wayne, Do Wayne, Dude Ham, or his <laughs> friends call him Dunham. All right, they just call him Big D, Big D, Double D's. They call him. All right. Ever since childhood, Nerdy Danny O'Shea has felt inferior to his brother Kevin, a former college football star. Danny runs a gas station while Kevin coaches the local youth football team. When Kevin's team rejects Danny's daughter Becky because she's a girl. Becky convinces her dad to start a rival team, though the city can support only one. <laughs> Sounds to, epic. To prove himself against his brother, Danny begins coaching his team of misfits for a playoff game, loser leaves town match. <laughs> what say you? I don't know. I'm, I'm putting my money on the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, the Cowboys plus 40. I mean, minus 40. In real life. Yeah. I'm betting on the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, they're just America's team, you know? <laughs> so what are your initial thoughts of this film? We like to open every show by asking each other that. What are your initial thoughts on this film? Well, um, I, first of all, I thought that I had a good time with it. I definitely had a good time with it. I wasn't sure about it because I haven't seen it a long... Well, actually, I saw it... I think I saw parts of it two years ago. You're a liar. Well, yeah, I'm a liar. I'm like a sociopath. I did it with a straight face and I, there's no reason for me to lie. So it was definitely a fun movie. Um, stupid movie. Yeah, uh, can we say that? But a fun movie. There's no reason to bash this as movie. good as you remember. Yeah, if you're anywhere between the ages of I want to say 18 to 35, there's no reason for you to hate this movie at all. It's a fun time. So let's talk about the star of the show, okay? Because as far as this movie's concerned, there's there's a bunch of stuff going on, okay? But we're not here to talk about that. No. I want to talk to you about Kevin O'Shea. Kevin big, O'Shea, big Kevin, big, K. big brother K, big K. Kevin O'Shea, the pride of Urbania, the pride of Urbania. What call it? What is, first off, what's this guy's background? Okay. All right. So what, tell me about him because I don't know anything about him. So let's run down his accomplishments, right? So he's a four time, uh, high school football title holder, right? Yeah. He bought him, brought him four straight titles to Urbania. Uh, I think it was a four time all American, a Heisman trophy winner. Heisman. That's accomplished. NCAA collegiate champion. So they won the bowl. Yes, but they didn't say what school what he bowl? They didn't play what school he went to. They didn't say Was that. it Ohio State? You would think it's Ohio State. Miami University of Ohio? To me, in 94, who, you know who was hot? Who? The Cornhuskers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he traveled down south to Nebraska. Whoa, Nelly. Yeah. Whoa, Nelly. Yeah, a little, little Nebraska loving. I feel like he went down there, showed them a thing or two about what it's like to win a championship, and took the glory back up to Urbania. Was, was he a quarter? Like, what position did he play? Was they didn't he a say that either. They showed him doing the Heisman pose. But that could be anybody. Yeah, but like, was he? what do you think? If you put your money on it, what, what position did I'm this guy play? I'm calling him a running back. You're saying running back? He's a tailback, I think. Maybe had a 2,000-yard season his junior yeah. year. In high school? In, no, in, in college. In, in college. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's when he won the Heisman. Well, in high school, I mean, he just dominated. I mean, we're talking 30 touchdowns a season. So was he drafted? What, did he play in the pros? Did that's, he try out? That's the number one thing that bothered me about this movie is I was thinking about it. What's he doing coaching this team? Why isn't, he, why isn't he a former NFL star? If he, he rattled off all those accomplishments in high school and college, why did he go pro? What do you think? 
I wish I knew. Like he's busy selling Corvettes and and Chevy Cavaliers to people in <laughs> Urbania. Did he just see? My question is, and I want to know: Did he just move back to this town? Like, I guess I would have to believe that he's been there for a while. Like maybe he wasn't really that good, or maybe he was good, but he just couldn't cut it in the pros or something. He won the Heisman. He's got to be somewhat good. Yeah, he I can't, mean, he can't fake that. I mean, in co- he's college good, but maybe yeah. he's not pro material. Yeah. Maybe he's like Ty Detmer, you know what I mean? I don't know. I'd have to look back into the in the past of the NFL, but I feel like back in the nineties, if if you were a Heisman winner, like you gotta you gotta at least have a shot, right? Yeah, I guess. Especially as a running back. That's that's the truth. I well, mean he may be a quarterback. I don't know. Do you think there was an injury involved? You know, he could have blew out his knee back maybe, in ninety four. Maybe he tore his Achilles yeah. or something. That's like an injury you just don't come back yeah. from at that point yeah. in ninety four. In ninety four you tear your ACL, you're almost done. It's I mean, like it's it's actually before ninety four because how old do you think he is? Oh, he yeah, looks that's like true. he's like forty here. That's doesn't true. He? So yeah, I'm, so I'm it's sorry. like seventy four. We're the talking movie's about movies made in ninety four, so we're talking about he's probably a college college star, I wanna say eighty two. Yeah. Eighty five. Yeah. Something like that. I mean, how does he how does he own a car dealership? Because he comes back to this town uh, allegedly, right? In yes. my head, this is what I'm thinking in my head. Yeah, guy tries out for the pros, a la Gordon Bombay, right? But he did it at a younger younger point in his life. Yeah, and my guess is that he had some type of shattering injury. Either a, he blew out his knee, tore his ACL, whatever, PCL, uh-huh. you know, whatever, anything, blew his Achilles out, done for life, right? What's his college major? Does he fall back on what he studied in school? Or (laughs) is he football, football, football? Oh, he's communications all the way. He's like communications, arts and humanities or something? That's where he got those salesman skills. (laughs) See, now what makes me think I believe your point to where he was an injury um, casualty and not a flame out casualty is because he is so damn cocky. He is. He still has that gum chewing swagger that... He couldn't have been knocked out a peg by not being good enough for the pros. It had to have been an injury. Oh, my God, dude. The gum chewing. Yeah. I got to tell you, I don't care who you are, whether you're a movie star or whatever. If you chew gum like that all the time, you automatically, in my head, are the cockiest person alive. <laughs> like, who walks around doing that besides Pete Carroll? Yeah, you're, you're Who's talk- also very cocky. Yeah, you're talking about... Yeah, the gum chewing, lip smacking... Yeah. Open mouthed. Yeah. What, what, what do you think? Big red or double double bit gum? <laughs> he looks like juicy a, fruit. He looks like a juicy fruit all the way. He, he, juicy fruit guy. I think juicy fruit all the way. I mean, maybe maybe he used to be a big red guy. Yeah. Maybe he got some from his grandma. Yeah, but he looks like juicy fruit to me. All or right. double mint. Either one. Not not. He's not dangerous double enough. Double mint is double, mint is double right the now. flavor though. But it doesn't matter because it's constantly popping in, popping out. He probably yeah. has cases of that. He doesn't thing. taste it. He chews yeah. it three times. The flavor's gone <laughs> in two seconds anyway. He just throws oh. it out. But I don't know. How long do you think he's owned this car dealership? Well, I feel like. In my head, in my vision, he came back to the city a little bit after injuring his knee. Maybe he had a rehab assignment. Maybe he was going for a pro workout. I want to say he didn't, at first, he didn't want to come back to Cleveland. He didn't want to go back to the Browns or he would try to do a walk-on situation, which I think was more probable back in the NFL days than it is. Today, it's like, you can't do that now. (laughs) I want to say maybe uh, he went down to to Texas, tried to walk on to the Houston Oilers there, but the knee just, it it couldn't give. It couldn't handle it? It couldn't handle it. Couldn't handle the stress. He tried, he couldn't handle it. So then he shoved it all back up to Urbania, where he thought of what's finer than a nice Chevy Corvette, right? Yeah, every man's dream at that time. Take that uh, communications degree. The town people love him. They worship him. They put his name on a freaking water tower, billboard (laughs) everywhere. Home of Kevin O'Shea. The locals can't stop gossiping about the big game, the glory days. They love this guy. Of course they're going to buy Chevy from him. It's easy pickings. And the the tales of Kevin O'Shea get taller every time. Yeah. If you notice the, the scene where he's in the in the diner talking to these old guys. I don't remember their names, but they had the old guy's yeah. name like Cletus or something. Yeah, it's whatever. There's a Cletus and a... And a yeah, yeah. It, like Yancey or whatever. I don't, <laughs> <Yancey>. know. <laughs> I don't know what the hell it was. But it was like an older guy name. You know, like your old neighbor from down the street. Yeah. That's what these guys were. Willie. And they had these grand memories of Kevin O'Shea in the big game. Which big game? We don't know. Yeah. We the just know game. that it gets taller and taller of a tale the more times this guy tells it to the point where he sounds like he's even just embellishing. Yeah. But... This guy is full of himself, okay? And I know that you have a differing opinion on this, and we'll get to that, but this guy is a big jerk. <laughs> He's a big jerk. And I want to know, why the hell is he coaching peewee football? 
Like we said this about Bombay and coach Riley, like you're coaching at the lowest possible level. Like there's no competition there. If this guy's so damn competitive, like we think and see he is. Yeah. Is he not just go coach some like high school stuff? He's, he's the classic big fish in a small pond, right? Driving around town, hot red convertible Chevy Corvette. It's brand spanking. Do you think it's an automatic? I bet it's an automatic. Yeah, he's not shifting. This is all show, man. <laughs> that looks like a midlife crisis he car lost, to him. He lost a damn race to a to a to an ATV car, a go kart uh, in, in the movie. So he did. you know he ain't shifting. Yeah, there's no NOS in there. All right. Speaking of that Corvette, do you think that the Corvette is possible uh, purchase item at the Golden Closet? <laughs> I think it might be. I don't know. We got to get them on here because I want to know, like, can they acquire that for yeah, us? Yeah, thegoldencloset.com. They got all the hot items from all the movies. Do they have the Corvette? Do they have, maybe they have a Icebox's jersey. Game-worn Icebox jersey yeah. complete with grass stains and rip marks. <laughs> rip marks. Right. Because we can't ask for the, for the cheerleading outfit because that would be creepy. Right. We yeah. got it. We got to get the jersey. Yeah, here. the jersey's good enough. We got to get. We got to get the jersey or the yeah. or the toilet paper that Junior was throwing <laughs> yeah, in, the, right. in the grocery store. Yeah, exactly. do they have that? We got to. We got to get them on here. We I got to find out about that. But anyway, he's driving around his Corvette, big fish, small pond. You're right. What's he doing there? What's he coach this Pee Wee team for? But we find out he's doing a favor for the mayor. Really? Yeah. Try to get the the Pee Wee. They're back in the. Well, I forget Pop what the, Warner. The Pop Warner League. They finally got the Pop Warner League. They squeezed him in there because O'Shea was coaching. They heard. Long story short, they have this tryout for Peewees, which is almost unheard of, right? Yeah, that, that doesn't yeah. exist. And uh, he ends up cutting Becky, his little brother Danny's daughter. Who's clearly who's the, the best player. Clearly. Right? The best player on the team, by far. On the field, she blows everyone away, cuts her because, quote, She's girls, a girl. girls can't play football. She's a girl. Go be yeah. a cheerleader. Come so on, man. You think this is a jerk move, right? Absolutely. She was clear. Look, this is Pee Wee football we're talking about, okay? Yeah. This is about learning leadership and, right. and camaraderie. Okay. You know, I'm not a Pee Wee coach, but if I was, that's the lesson you teach these kids. They're so young, they're not developed. They can't be catching balls. You know, they're they're trying to learn stuff. Everything they're going to do is handing off. It's about learning the skills, man, and, so, and the teamwork. So obviously, Becky has the skills. Dude, Icebox. She, she will tackle you and crunch yeah. you. So you're talking about everyone, though, right? Even the fat kid. Even the spaz. Here's my thing. Even the receiver who can't catch a ball. Here's right? my thing. Okay. Keep him on the team. You don't have to play him if you really want to be a jerk. This whole movie would have been avoided if Look, he just like, okay, join the team. Warm the bench. Go warm the bench. Listen, Al Bundy over there has one <laughs> job. All right. He has one job and that's to get a championship to Armenia because all he does is win, baby. Those kids are just going to slow him down. They can't catch. They can't block. They can't tackle. They're not going to learn. He says it in, in a diner scene, and I think it's, it's very succinct, his point. Have the kids shot up for the chess club. Do a nature walk. I can't believe Play you. Play kickball. Can't believe you right now. They're not going to have fun getting their asses kicked by the better kids in this league. The league may be better than the Cowboys But team they got to learn at some point. Here's my thing. There's no time for that. Get them on the team. Not in pop water, baby. It doesn't matter. My, my point is... He, he should just keep him on the team. Yeah. If he wants him to warm the bench, then his brother's nah. not pissed. The girl can play. She doesn't have to play. Put him in when it's like 42 to nothing. Well, let him run the clock out. I can you know, see. Go in for the yeah, knee. I can see this point to you. Yes, he should have let Becky on the team because she is the best. But the other kids, he's looking out for the best interest. I understand that it may seem a little harsh. He doesn't <laughs> want to lie to him. He's not a jerk here. I mean, you could, you could walk both sides of this argument. And I, I know it's a little cruel and you probably shouldn't do cuts in Pee Wee. But he really is, like, in his mind, he's doing what's best for the kids. I can't fault him for that. I can't. Well, because he was... Listen, I think he grew up as a jerk. And there's a scene that leads me to my next point in segue about Danny O'Shea, his little brother. Yeah. Now, there's that scene in the beginning of the movie where, you know, they're doing whatever they're doing as little kids. And Danny O'Shea gets doesn't even get picked at all. Yeah. Like, he doesn't get picked last. He doesn't get picked. It's his brother, and he wouldn't pick him. And, you know, you've got Kevin O'Shea there gum chewing as a 10 year old you know oh, by the way before you go on those two kid actors your favorite actors right that played Moranis and ed o'neill like their young counterparts perfectly casted i thought they did such a phenomenal job yeah they looked like them they did and they acted well too especially that, the, the the kevin Sh- the o'shea character yeah the al bundy character like he was snapping gum just like his uh just like his elder it was, it was beautiful well, I guess that leads us to a point. You know, you've got this big, successful Kevin O'Shea, Heisman winner, you know, national championship winner, Chevy so on and so Corvette forth. Corvette slinging dealer. 
<laughs> Corvette, Chevy owner, yeah. you know, and then you've got Danny O'Shea, mild manner, mild mannered gas station owner, Shell Station. Yeah. Old old gas station in the town, respected right. guy, just trying yeah. to be a dad. Respectable business. He's an everyman. He's just trying to be a dad, small time guy, you know, trying to raise his daughter. His wife left him. Did she leave him? I guess she yeah. died. We we find out, and I love how movies do this. You see, a lot of movies like to do this move where they have a single dad. Yeah. It's just the dad. Where's the mom? She left. They don't want to say she died because that's too sad. So they, the movie says that the mom left. What mom leaves their kids? I feel like that's a very rare occurrence. Yeah. And Danny O'Shea, Rick Moranis here, seems like a level-headed type of guy. Well, he's a nice guy. It's not like he was cheating on her or yeah. something. Like, why no, did she leave? I feel like he would have better judgment than to pick a wife who would eventually leave her right. growing daughter. Well, he's he seems like a very nice guy, okay? Yeah. And... I, I don't know what the hell happened what do you in that think? family. Did she, did, did she, was he not like exciting her in the bedroom or otherwise? Or <laughs> maybe, was that enough? Was she? I don't know. Maybe she was into the big time Corvette dealership. What if? What if his mom? Like, what if his wife yeah. is actually Kevin O'Shea? And they never said. <laughs> they just never said. <laughs> yeah, it. it's unspoken. The whole movie. It's it was in, deleted scenes. Yeah, deleted they, they scenes. Just cut that out. Well, that's why. That would explain why she helps them, right? Yeah, right. she helps the team she win. Still has old feelings. She's but, cheering. Yeah, I feel like there was an like, argument. That went, why can't you be more like your successful older brother? Yeah. That set off Rick Moranis. Then she started cheating on him. He was like, get out. And she was like, I don't want to have this kid anyway. Yeah. She moves for greener pastures. All of a sudden, she's out there hoeing it up. Yeah. Well, Maybe, that lead- maybe she's out. She's dead somewhere. Drug dealer. Drug addict. Yeah. It's like a Forrest Gump situation. Yeah. You've got Jenny. She's Jenny. Jenny. <laughs> That's right. She is Jenny. Jenny. You got it. Well, the thing about, about her is... Icebox even says it later when she's pissed at her dad. She's going through this whole thing. Mom left us. He's like, your mom left us. You know, this is what happened. She's like, yeah, she left us for a better team. Ooh, All the football analogy. (laughs) That's like a deep freaking burn, man. You know what? He didn't even bat an eye at that one, which makes me think that she throws that shit at him all the time. Oh, absolutely. Teenage daughters, man. Daughters. Did he raise her to be a tomboy on purpose? Because she grows up as a tomboy, right? Like she's playing with the guys, riding go-karts. Doesn't know how to use makeup, yeah. you know, and Ed O'Neill is totally exploiting yeah, this. Yeah, I think she's 12 in this movie, 12, like 12 or 13, maybe yeah. she be 12. I think that, this is my theory, that she was raised by Moranis because he he didn't know how to otherwise. He didn't really necessarily raise her as a tomboy, he raised her as a person to not take any crap from anybody because he was he kept getting stepped on as a kid, as they yeah. showed in the beginning, as he portrays his character. All he knows is he doesn't want his kid to end up like him, where he just constantly gets stepped on, how you're portrayed as the little guy. Stand up for yourself. And she, she's, she's very tough. The very first time we see her, she's beating up boys that are bigger and older than her. So. Yeah. Well, and, and that's kind of the whole point of the movie, right? So you've got this brotherly rivalry, and it's not like a Memphis and Kip Reigns thing, like, I'm going to steal more cars than you. No. This is, you know, I'm getting you back for everything you did to me. You right. know, the old guys in the town incite this basically big game. Now we got to have the battle for one team, the real team of Urbania, the Pee-wee team. Yeah, so the Misfits versus the pros, basically. Yeah. The Spazzes versus the Jocks. And it's because, you know, this girl is riding her go-kart, you know, basically assaulting guys with her go-kart as they're riding a bicycle. They're they're all afraid of her. Yeah. Like, they know she's good. They should be. They know she's good. Because she'll kick their ass. But she's all they have. That's true. These, and that's the thing. We'll get into this. They have no talent on this team. So it's like a no-win situation. It's, and when you say no talent, I mean, there is no talent. Like, yeah. there's no other person that can perform any of the football activities that need to be yeah. done to win a game. Right. So they can't, they, like, they don't, they don't know formations. They can't catch the best kid, the fastest kid on the team can't catch the ball worth nothing. Stone they hands. They don't have a quarterback. They can't even huddle, let alone line up. So what happens? They but, find the, the, where, where do they find that diamond in the rough? The, the glimmer of hope. Junior, little Junior, in the grocery store. In the grocery store, throwing toilet, toilet paper. Charmin is that Charmin Ultra? It, it had to be. Was he going stuff. Scott Thousand Sheet? Actually, Scott Thousand Sheet would more better uh, replicate a football. Yeah. So if you want to get your more good dense. practice in, yeah. So I think he went that route. Not the green stuff. Yeah. <laughs> not the environment environmentally friendly stuff you right. know that stuff's too light it doesn't right. fly well so you got junior who's got a cannon for an arm and he's a big dude and i looked up 
who, what's the what's the dude's it's name? Devin Sawa. Sawa Devin right? Sawa. Which, so, what the hell happened to him? Right. So the last on IMDb I saw of his activity is like he's in this La Femme Nikita show, like the reboot of La Femme <laughs> really? Nikita. Yeah. They rebooted that Yeah, I think show. they did. Yeah, Nikita. So I, I don't know what kind of role he's a regular on that show. <laughs> Sorry if anyone was, yeah. likes and watches that show. So I got a quick scouting report on Junior here. Devin Sawa. <laughs> hit, hit me with right? it. I got a couple of problems with this kid. And I don't know if he's good for this team. Is this like your combine? This is like the combine evaluation. Yeah, I put eyes on. I put eyes on this kid. This junior kid, by the junior. Come yeah, on. junior. What's his real name? Yeah, really. Get a real name, kid. First problem: the kid's too old. All right. This is like like a nine to twelve league. Yeah. I looked up the IMDb page of Devin Sawa. The filming of this movie, that kid was sixteen years old. He and he Let's looked go it here. too. Let's go. And too he old. Looked, he looked it. Yeah. Bigger than him. He's bigger than Spike. If you really look at it, they just don't really meet in the movie. Yeah. Like face to face, you know, kind of like, like standing, shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Like a profile shot. Yeah. It's a, it's a, like a Jack Bauer situation where it's like, he looks taller than he is. They got to put him on stilts. Yeah. Right. Take your shoes off when you're standing next so, to him. He's too old. Why don't you get better competition? Why don't, why don't you step up to the big league, son? Why don't you try out for JV? Yeah, he could. He right? probably could hit it at that point. He had a cannon for an arm though. He did. Here's my next point. He's got a cannon for an arm. They didn't complete any passes in practice. The one pass they completed was like where he sticks the ball in the, the kid's helmet, helmet, right? Or if uh, Icebox caught a ball, but she's not really going off her routes. Yeah. He celebrates every completion. Like he just won the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's it's the classic Tom Brady situation where he runs into the end zone every time they complete a pass. Which is the ultimate violation. Yeah, that's stay, a violation. Stay back there, buddy. Be professional. So he's he's going to get some uh, personal foul penalties. Next, he's got a lot of off-field problems. <laughs> he's in the grocery store. He's making a mess. Sooner or later, he's going to get busted by the gro- the grocer, the grocier, Gro- grocery, the grocer, grocerier, the grocerier. I don't know. Management. Grocer. <laughs> Alan Matthews. Yeah. So you can't go vandalizing that those kind of establishments. It's going to catch up with you. Um, he's a distraction to his teammates, namely Icebox, who she was a focused, ferocious competitor. All of a sudden, Icebox got soft. eyes for him. He's he's trying to get her hot to trot for him. All he of a turned, sudden, all of a sudden, he turns her to a cheerleader. He melted the icebox. He melted the icebox's cold heart. He did. Her edge is completely gone to the point where she quits the team. Their chance of winning's over, right? Does he have small hands? <laughs> that's a, that's typically a knock on a quarterback, right? But does he have small hands? We're talking about kids here, Drew. Please, yeah. please. <laughs> and uh, I say he. Uh, Anyway, he should have tried out for the Cowboys. And that's my last point. He belongs on the Cowboys. He's, he's too talented to be messing around well, with a bunch of no names. What I want to know is where was the old where was the old man in the tip of, hey, we got this kid in the grocery yeah. store that's wrong. They knew about Spike. Right. They knew about Spike, but they didn't get him to How this. Because they kid. not know about this hidden gem. They found him in the grocery store. This is unbelievable. Because see. she was walking around eating food. Yeah. That's like the worst part. Their scouting department needs to be fired. Yeah. Get that, a new GM in here. And that's another thing. The kid's lazy. He knows he has this talent. He knows he's got a cannon for an arm. Why did he seek out the... When he heard the news that Pee Wees were running a team, why did he seek him out? Well, and, and another thing that I wanted to say about the Junior and Icebox connection is Icebox is just an all-around player, okay? Right. Now, if this kid can throw like he can throw, like we've seen him throw, why doesn't he just bomb it to her every time? She's faster than him, or she's faster than everybody on the other team. Meanwhile, they have her playing fullback, yeah. Like, she can beat everybody. I'm talking just go deep every time. Yeah, or at least just run a just run like a hook pattern, and then you can break tackles. Yeah, throw a wide receiver screen. Yeah, break some tackles, man. Just get her down. Get yeah. her open. Yeah. I mean, they're two, they're two of the best players. Meanwhile, they got this other guy, hot hands, more like stone hands. They yeah. can't catch anything. <laughs> He's no competition for the hot hands I know. Right. But he, he definitely... Could not catch a pass. Can we get the kids some gloves, please? Yeah, get him, get him some gloves. Can we Don't get him they some have of those, those sticky gloves? Can we please? I mean, get him, dial it up. Get him some gloves. He'll catch everything. You know, you see Odell Beckham do it. Yeah, I bet that kid could turn into Odell Beckham if he yeah. had the sticky it, the, gloves. The, the, the ball catches itself. He got the gloves on. I want to talk about the scene too when they're spying, when they're yeah. spying on Junior, and, oh, yeah. and they like. You know, O'Shea calls up on the other O'Shea, and yeah. he basically says that there's a guy peeping on his on his kids. Yeah, because they're they're afraid of this new hotshot quarterback they have. Yeah. I love like fake newspaper headlines, and the one said <laughs> "local hero arrested." I want that newspaper. <laughs> yeah, where do we? Can that be on yeah. the Golden Closet? Somebody has that newspaper yeah. somewhere. It's funny. And and the best part about that is he said, "Oh, he knew to call the state police and not the local police," which means this guy can get away with murder. Oh yeah, he's got the police force in his pocket. Oh too. yeah, local PD, he could do no wrong. Let's talk about the other recruitment, the gold level recruit here. Ooh, the new kid in town, right? Spike. 
Spike is the reverse Adam Banks. He, oh, now I'm, I'm going to give you my reasoning behind this. Okay. Right. First off, he goes on the crappy team first, uh-huh. and then he gets poached by the good team. Right. Okay. Complete opposite. He's a jerk. Adam Banks was kind of a jerk, but he didn't really know that he was a jerk. He just kind of was following he suit just with the rest to play of the hockey. guys. Yeah, and that's what he says. Yeah. He says he wanted to play hockey. Yeah. Spike is programmed like a robot yeah. by his drill sergeant slash slave master dad. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the hell's wrong with this guy, but he's basically breeding this kid to play football so he can get a payday. He said, and I quote, this kid was rolling a football around with his nose at four months old. So Yeah, but the point that, that goes off the deep end here for me is when you've got Rick Moranis driving a go-kart, chasing, basically racing a Corvette, which he beats him, probably because it's an automatic, Yeah, but <laughs> he beats him, you know, driving to this place and he gets to the recruit, he pretends he's the coach, so on and so forth. This is the exact moment where Rick Moranis just totally forgets about doing it for the kids here. Oh, he d- so. he's, He pulls a reverse Gordon Bombay. You yeah. know, where, again, I hate to keep comparing it to Mighty Ducks here, but it's the reverse Gordon Balance. Bombay. Um, but anyway, he almost dies crossing the train tracks. That's how crazy he is to get this guy. Right. You know, and then you've got Kevin O'Shea almost killing his wife, you know, <laughs> trying, trying to show how to tackle the icebox. Yeah. That's like the level of competition that's yeah. happening in this right. movie right now. So I feel like we got two stories going on here. We have Kevin O'Shea, Bundy here, trying to relive <laughs> oh, the glory days. He's getting too wrapped up in this thing. And we have Danny O'Shea, the young Rick Moranis, just trying to do whatever it takes. He's blinded by this need to beat his older brother at something for once right. in his life. Yeah. Just one time. Yeah, one time. But And then you got Kevin O'Shea pulling the ultimate. And you don't agree with me on this, but I do. Yeah. He gets his niece to quit the freaking team uh, to become yes, a cheerleader. Yes, 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 yes. And you better believe that he knew what he was See, doing first there. of all, that's Junior's fault. No. Not. I disagree no. with you. See, That's Kevin O'Shea pulling some dirty tricks. No, no, no. He's looking out for the best interests of his niece. He doesn't want his niece to be heartbroken. <laughs> All right? Little Becky, he's got a crush on this quarterback. What's the best way to get a quarterback? Become the head cheerleader. He's just trying to push no. her the right direction. Football be damned. He's throwing the game out the window Absolutely here. Not. He's looking out. He wants his young niece to get, get, get a date. He doesn't want to see her cry and be crushed and heartbroken. Let me tell you. You can't get, you can't get a date with a quarterback being a linebacker. It's not sexy. I can tell you. Junior was not interested in that. He just, he liked her because she was cool. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, I saw that twinkle in Kevin O'Shea's eyes because he was not wearing those Ray-Ban aviators. <laughs> I knew. You could see it in his face. He knew what he was doing. No. He did it on purpose. No, he did. Hey. Total if, scumbag if, move. If it just so happened that his pep talk just so happened to have her quit the team, that might be a little fringe benefit. But the main idea was helping his niece find no, love. I disagree. Agree to disagree. I think that he's a good guy. He's misunderstood. No villain. Villain scale, negative one. <laughs> so we're not even going to bother with the no, villain scale no, here today. No villain scale I think here. Spike and his dad are probably on the villain scale before Kevin O'Shea. I think yeah. Kevin O'Shea is just a jerk that grew up like thinking he was the best. Yeah, it's like everybody told him he was great, so you can't help but think you're great if everybody tells you you're great. I'm not, I'm not excusing him, okay? Yeah. But they basically have two weeks to train for this game, and they're pulling out all the stops. You know, they're, they're trying training stuff. They don't even have equipment. You know, the, these kids are like playing with like a Darth Vader Darth helmet. Darth Vader helmet. You great. know, there's ridiculous, ridiculous equipment going on. The kid puts a cup in front of his face that looked like <laughs> it looked like it had been on like five dudes crotches at yeah. least. Oh, man. You, you know, know, I don't know how many crotches that thing had seen, but it was bad. Coach goes, some of the stuff has been used. Yeah. Total cringe he's... moment. But it all turns around when the Madden bus shows up. Oh, you got to have the Madden bus. John Madden, Tim Brown, Bruce Smith, Steve... Steve Edmonds, 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 Edmonds. I don't know what is Edmonds. I'm gonna call him Such Steve. Such a random no name guy to be along those legends. Yeah, and and I don't know if anyone else was on there, but they get off this bus and they show the kids how to be tough. Yeah, it's basic montage type stuff. It doesn't matter. Eighty percent mental, forty percent physical. Doesn't even add up. Emmett Smith says, "I wasn't the biggest. I wasn't the best, but I worked hard." Blah 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 blah. Yeah, so the kids get inspired and they yeah. and they go on. Who cares? Whatever. So, that, but that's the thing. That's the turning point. I guess maybe maybe they had more than just a ten minute conversation with the people because before then they couldn't even line up. They couldn't they couldn't huddle. They couldn't complete a pass. But all of a sudden in the game, you got them, you know, lining up. No false starts. They were still losing at a certain point, but at least they were a coherent team. Yeah. So John Madden works his magic once again. But they got two weeks to to lead up to this, and and it doesn't matter, okay? Because yeah. the, these teams. The Cowboys are going to crush them, right? Yeah, there's no competition. Right? No competition. No competition. Yeah. 
All right, enough about practice. Let's talk about the big game. Let's talk about what will happen. Now, the old men in the in the shop, they've got the Cowboys at plus 40 over Danny's boys. All right. Plus 40 seems like a really good line. I think it's a, it's a tad on the high side, but definitely doable based on turnovers. 32-minute game. I think it's the maximum amount that it could possibly go over, and I feel like they might show a little mercy at the end of the game, so they won't run it up too bad. So let's break this sucker down right. with the O'Shea Chevrolet keys to the game. <laughs> Well, Drew, key number one, (laughs) I got the Giants. They have to overcome the loss of their star player, Icebox. So she quit the team, which was a very, very controversial move. Never been done in the history of Pee Wee because of a boy. So she's on the sideline with the pom-poms. They lost their best player. What are they going to do? They have to find a way to score some points and stop Spike without their star player. Now listen that way. I've got that the Giants exactly right. The Giants have to contain Spike as he won't be able to stop him. They gotta load the box since the quarterback has not proven that he's a viable passer. They gotta load that box, load him up on Spike, and try to get him down on the ground. You're absolutely right, Drew. Lastly, the Cowboys have to just step on the field. Step on the field, and whatever they do, do not piss off Icebox on the sidelines with the pom-poms. The only chance that the Giants have of winning this game is Icebox stepping on that field. So as long as they don't do anything too shady, don't piss off Icebox. Let her be her own self there on the sidelines, and they'll cruise the victory. And those are your O'Shea Chevrolet keys to the game. (laughs) (laughs) I want to thank you for putting that together because that was one of my favorite things that we've done on this show. Uh, Hopefully uh, people appreciate that. Absolutely ridiculous. You know, but that was one of my favorite things. I channeled Um, my inner Troy Aikman on that one. (laughs) So anyway, at the game, We've got, I can't get over that because it was just too fun. But uh, at the game, we've got the bet. You got the I bet. I put at, the bet. The, the bet at half court. Yeah. So at half court, <laughs> as, it's midfield as, dad. As, as Danny O'Shea would say. The microphone stays on. Yeah. And, you know, these guys are amped up for this game. Trash talking. The night before, Danny ignites. O'Shea's talking trash in the, yep. in the mirror to himself. He doesn't know what he's doing. You know, Icebox gives gives up her... her, her Trades her cleats for pom-poms, if you will. Yeah. And they make this bet at midfield yes. or half court, whatever half court, you want to call it. O'Shea. And they decide that they're going to make this bet. They're trash talking in the mic with the announcer, basically, and everyone in the crowd staring on, which didn't really make a big deal out of that. But I thought it was no. pretty funny. The car dealership versus the gas station. What a bet. Okay. Now, what I want to ask you is if Kevin O'Shea had won this game. Yes. Spoiler alert. It, which he does. Yes. Which everyone should know this. Danny O'Shea won. Right. Yeah. Danny O'Shea wins. I'm sorry. Yeah. I apologize. Would Kevin keep this bet if yeah. Kevin would win? So if Kevin win? would have won, would he, would he have let Danny keep the gas station? No, I don't think he would. Absolutely not. He would have made he him work for him. would have stolen him and made him be a, a, a gas jockey. Absolutely. Is this one of the worst bets of all time? Well, yeah. Even as they're walking away, they show Danny O'Shea walking away saying, what just happened? What did I just do? It's, I, it's ridiculous. It's, he just completely it, got caught up in the moment. It's one of the most lopsided bets of yeah. all time. Well, I mean, I can't even get into the financials of how a car dealership is more profitable than uh, this freaky dig old gas station. I want to start asking you some questions. How many penalties are like, how would this game even be a game? It's so lopsided that this team, I don't even know what the hell would happen. Yeah. I mean, like I said before, they barely know how to line up in a formation, let alone run actual plays and forget about proper tackling form. Forget about. They can't catch a pass. Now that Icebox is gone, they have no wide receivers. They have no running threat. They have no fullback. They have no lead blocker. Which they use in PB, yeah. I guess. And, uh, and Young Jr. just getting nailed. Play after play on the sidelines. He was taking a beating. He's taking a beating. Who is the town rooting for? Like, does the town care about football like Minnesota yeah. cares about like hockey, like the Mighty well, Ducks? I think this is an obvious answer here. They're rooting for Kevin O'Shea because he's the town hero. I bet some of the people don't even know that he has a brother. Yeah. Let alone, this is a game against his brother. This is just Kevin O'Shea. Let's get him into that league. We want glory. We want Pee Wee football glory in the Pop Warner League. Is it big there? Like, I couldn't tell if the crowd was just rooting for the kids and maybe these two guys were just so self-absorbed that they only cared about this game. Like, did they make the game bigger than it actually they, was? They absolutely made the game bigger than it is. I feel like the crowd line was the crowd was not very amped. They, they were, were just regular parents rooting yeah, for their kids. They were just there to see little yeah. Johnny run right. run a touchdown. You know, it's yeah. like they didn't really care. 
They just wanted to watch the kids play. Yeah. Now, the crowd was not as amped as, say, the Mighty Ducks championship game versus the Hawks. So the Giants are getting their ass kicked. They go down down 21-0 at halftime. Okay, they didn't even gain a freaking yard. Total meltdown, total beatdown. Spike, run it all over them. Step it on kids. Kevin O'Shea gives him a chance to submit and say, look, let's just end this thing right now. Let's call this whole thing off. Let's call the bet off. Let's not get these kids hurt out there. Let's be serious. Yeah. He probably should have quit. Oh, yeah. I know he winds up winning, but I, I in know. the real world, I know. He probably should have quit. Keep your gas station. Don't get the poor little rad tad hurt. You know, these don't. kids are getting like literally crushed. Yeah. Junior, literally. Probably, Junior probably has a concussion. Yeah. Who knows? But they try to, they try to get him to quit and he says no. Yeah. Admirable of, admirable yeah. of him. Right. Goes into the locker room. The kids are dejected. They're really upset. And what does he tell him? He gives him like the most inspirational speech outside of, you know, freaking Al Pacino <laughs> in a football movie here. Let's not go that far now. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to go the opposite direction of you right here. A little, little, uh, little low on intensity here. One time. One, I guess it's kind of The theme is one time. Just one time. Just one time. I beat my brother in a bike race that one time. I jumped over the diving board against my brother and he chickened out one time. Everybody tells her story about the one time where they overcame the odds. And now this could be that one time. I would say that it's the equivalent of the real New York Giants beating the Patriots, but they did, it, they did it twice, so that was two good. times. Yeah, so Eli Manning was like, oh, it's one time. <laughs> Just one time. Yeah. yeah. So they come out of halftime all fired up. What was my third key of the game? Don't piss off Icebox on the sidelines, right? So what do they do? They... Smash Junior in the back with a cheap shot from Spike on orders from his dad. Junior's out of the game. He's hurt. Rib injury, back injury, concussion. Who knows? He might be dead. He might be dead. Giants need a quarterback. They got no shot. Don't piss off Icebox. Throws down the pom-poms, laces up the boots, gets the jersey on. Long story short, it's domination time. Icebox to the rescue. Causing fumbles, breaking necks, making tackles. Tossing touchdowns. It's game over. Play at it one play at a time, they crawl out of this twenty-one nothing hole. <laughs> which is I mean, is this one of the most dominating performances in a game then by Icebox and, and the fact that they came back twenty one twenty-eight, excuse me, unanswered points from the little giants uh-huh. against this dominant Cowboys D <laughs> and this dominant Cowboys offense. Right. They listen, I'm sorry, but she's one person. Okay. <laughs> now could you imagine this game? Like, maybe Danny O'Shea really did have the balls to play this game and say, look, my daughter's going to kick their ass. Yeah. She's pretty damn good. Right. They really messed up by not letting her on that team. Oh, yeah. They would have cruised to the Pee Wee Championship, and this game wouldn't have even existed had they let Becky on the team. And that just shows you how freaking good Becky actually yeah. is. So, obviously, that, that led us to our uh, O'Shea Chevrolet turning point of the game. When Junior <laughs> got hurt, Icebox goes in, dominates, game over which is a clean segue into our Chevrolet most valuable player of the game. O'Shea Chevrolet MVP. You'll thank us tomorrow. <laughs> so who's the MVP? Who's the O'Shea I'm Chevrolet giving it to player Icebox, of the game? Icebox, okay? Icebox? I'm giving it to Icebox because without her, they wouldn't have won this game. <laughs> now, the question is, does she, get, does she get a Corvette from O'Shea Chevrolet for getting this MVP? I'm pretty sure... Kevin O'Shea doesn't make his bills giving away Chevrolets, all right? So he'll give away a Cavalier? He'll give away a Cavalier. He's okay. not going to give away any Corvettes. He'll give, he'll give away a Cavalier? He'll get a, you'll get a Corsica, all right? A co- you won't, <laughs> you're not going to get a Corvette for free, all right? So they won this game on the craziest play ever, okay? The annexation yes. of Puerto Rico. Everybody knows the annexation of Puerto Rico. It's very, very um, in the forefront of our lexicon of football terms. Cam Newton used it yeah. in real football. He did in real football. It's basically a trick play where the offensive lineman gets the ball, rumbles down the field, and all hell breaks loose. Pitches, laterals, all of a sudden, Junior's in the end zone. Where was Gus Johnson on the call for this one? Because <laughs> I feel like this is the perfect Gus Johnson call. Oh, like, yeah. there, there, someone needs to create that on the internet, a Gus Johnson like that's, overview of this. That's beautiful. I would love that. We need that. His head would explode. Would this play actually work? Now, I'm telling you, against this Cowboys D, where you got Spike out there ready to literally rip someone's head off, yeah. would this work? See, let me tell you, you say Cam Newton did it in real life, but that was like a goal line play, right? Yeah. And, it, and he handed off to a fullback. This was a 99-yard play. It was their play. own goal line. I failed to say the score was 21-21. They stopped Spike on the one-inch yard line, fourth down. 
There was one second left, 99 yards to go. There's no way. There's just no way. And I know it's a movie. I know it's a funny story. Blah, blah, blah. Any other, <laughs> any other way, but this way. It's not going to happen. They give the ball to the fattest kid on the field that yeah. farts and, and you know, he he's can't got, even exact, run. He has, he has, has asthma. Asthmatic. So he literally runs out of breath yeah. as he's running down the field. Yeah, he's got no shot. And he hurls it over his head and scores. And they win. Game over. Goodbye, Cowboys. Yeah. You're out. See you, Kevin O'Shea. Now Danny owns your car dealership. <laughs> Good job making the dumbest yeah. bet in the world. Right. Congratulations, you lost. Get the hell out of Urbania. Yeah, so as we noted earlier, of course, Danny lets him keep it. Nice I guy. Would've, I would have taken the Corvette myself. <laughs> yeah, at least he should have made him give himself a car or something. Yeah. You know, because he should be co-owners. You know, worst bet. But they settle on the dumbest thing ever. He could have made he could have made this guy basically his bitch. Yeah. Excuse my language. No, yeah. Could have made him his bitch. Made him grovel. Made what him does he for do? Him. He makes him put the name, the O'Shea brothers. That's all he wanted. Let me tell you something, okay, Danny O'Shea. Danny O'Shea, no one knows you even exist, okay? <laughs> and and I hate to be the, the, the jerk here. Yeah. But who who are the O'Shea brothers? People are gonna be like, who are they? They're not yeah. even gonna associate it with Kevin O'Shea. Oh, it's 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 Kevin O'Shea, and that's it. Like cares about Danny. They promise that one day their name will be on the water cooler. Okay, yeah. but Danny O'Shea, he's just he's a nice guy. Well, He's a very nice guy that owns a shell station. Well, maybe his uh, thinking is to get that get uh, Kevin O'Shea off of his god complex and turn into a normal human being. That's true. Maybe the gub will stop snapping a little bit. And I, I'm okay with that. Yeah. But I still think he should have kept that Chevy dealership. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Danny O'Shea Chevrolet. Have him wash the cars, right? Yeah. So how many games does this Giants-Cowboys combination because like, that's what happens they basically yeah. says oh i'll be the coach but is there room for an assistant coach you think that this guy's ego can allow him to be the assistant coach no he's gonna accept the job and after two practices he's just gonna overtake him and undermine him undermine him overtake him and all of a sudden little danny's back slugging gas and yeah, they're gonna have a big fight there's gonna be a blow up they're Becky's gonna take gonna, his name yeah. off the water tower yeah icebox is gonna quit again and <laughs> It's going to be split this family right down the middle. How many games do you think they're going to win uh, going forward? How many games? I don't even know how many games are in a PD Let's call it 10 season. games. 10 games? Call it 10 games. I think they go 5-5. Five and five. I think they start off strong. Yeah. But they fizzle because of... Um, the in, the turmoil? Yeah, the turmoil in the team. because The locker room cancer? Because Junior's going to be quarterback at number 8 for the Cowboys. Doesn't like that he's he just basically got usurped. Uh, Spike, Spike, don't play with girls. Remember that. That's true. So he'll Becky, quit. so he's playing with girls. Is he going to transfer? You think yeah, he'll be a transfer? I think he's going to transfer to. Um, he's he's got it. This kid could play JV. Let's be yeah. honest. Put that kid up there with sixteen year olds, and it's just it's going to. I say they go five and zero, oh, and then a quick zero oh and five. Disappointing season. Head coach is fired. Here's another. Here's another <laughs> the mayor. Yeah. Mayor's impeached. Yeah. Get the hell out of town. Yeah. Whatever. Would they be the Giants or would they be the Cowboys? That's a tough one. What do you think? I feel like you got to go Cowboys because obviously they spent more money on those uniforms. They yeah, look they look nicer. They look better. And this is coming from two Eagles fans yeah. here. I'm, I'm, I'm no Cowboys fan at all. You got to go Cowboys uniforms there. At 94, they were in peak championship form. Yeah. The bandwagon was full. You got to go with it. You got the stars on the pads, man. <laughs> Come on, man. See, I can't get over seeing that Cowboys jersey and just associating it with the Cowboys. Yeah. So for me as an Eagles fan, I, I don't even want to see him in either, really. <laughs> I don't, let's see him be in like, you know, just a blue color. Yeah, they could be the blue, like the blue whatever. Team. The blue the team. team. The, the peewee blue team. Yeah. Um, so anyway. Before we wrap this up, we're going to do a new segment on this show. We, I like to call Last Row Lines, which is basically... I'm going to put betting lines on certain events and outcomes that may or may not happen during um, the event of this movie. Um, it doesn't have to necessarily be tied to sports, but we're going to take events in the movie and we're going to put betting lines on them. I like this. I like the sound of this. Yeah. I'm excited. So first of all, we're going to talk about this game as it were to really happen, not the bullshit that actually happened that we saw <laughs> on the field. That's fantasy land. Let's talk about this realistically. Yeah. Giants, Cowboys, those spazzes versus... The studs on the Cowboys team. Yeah. So first of all, who do you got over under total number of injuries on the Giants after this game? I have the line set at two and a half. Oh my god. Over two and a half injuries or under two and a half? I I'm saying over because 
there was already two injuries in the game, right? <laughs> I mean, and, that, and that's in like a fake game. Yeah, all right, who, who got hurt in the he, fake game? You know, uh, Junior almost died or he did die. Yeah, he did. He got crushed. You know, he got crushed. Yeah, right. The one kid literally got crushed and stepped on. Yeah, the little kid got crushed into the... The other yep, kid almost two. got his head ripped off. That's Okay, that's three right there. You know, I, I'm sorry, but that the kid with asthma, he might have ha- literally had an asthma attack and not been able to run. That counts as an injury. So you're telling me Vegas got this one wrong. Yeah, they got, <laughs> got that so, one way wrong. Right. So I'm you, saying way over. So you're cashing out on that one. I'm definitely cashing right. out on that one. I'm saying way over. All right. How about over under on false starts by the little giants <laughs> in this game? Dude, that's definitely over too. Knowing, knowing what you know in practice. What's the here, line? What did you, what did you set it at? It's over under five and a half. Five and false a half starts. Oh God. They didn't even know how to line up. Yeah. So it doesn't that automatically count as a false start. That's well, an illegal formation. Illegal it's formation. not quite a false start. Uh, do they know how to watch the ball and not listen to the, the hard count? I mean, I don't know. Uh, it's too complicated for hard counts here. Those kids yeah. can't grasp those kind of concepts. I'm saying over. I'm saying over <laughs> all the way. I don't know what their abilities are, but in real life, if these kids never played football in their life and they're just learning how to line up two yeah. weeks, over. All right, I'll tell you what. I got under because it's going to it's gonna get to five, and then the refs are going to say, screw it. Yeah, it's not <laughs> worth it. It's like the pass interference. All right, next bet. Over-under Cowboys. Unnecessary roughness penalties accrued throughout the game. Three and a half. Over-under three and a half. <laughs> Three, three and a half. Oh my god! I'm, uh, I'm gonna say over because I'm gonna say over on all these probably because just the ridiculousness at which these guys play. I mean, Spike again. He he beat the guy. The other one, he tried to take his head off. I say over and a, over. <laughs> uh, see, I think after a while, no matter even if they're playing hard, they're they're gonna call a necessary office because it's gonna look like they're killing him. Even if it's a clean hit, it's gonna look bad. Yeah, because there's such a disparity in size and skill. Next, we got over under spike rushing yards, 175 and a half. <laughs> How many did he have in this fake game? He had at least probably 250. Well, I remember we looked it up before before we start here. The field's 80 yards, it's, right? It's something like it's that. Not 100 right? yards, it's, it's 80 yards. yards. Eight minute quarters. You got to factor in them taking it easy in the fourth quarter, yeah. not to run the score up. 175 over under. Oh, Kevin O'Shea's running that score up, you man. Think he is? He's crushing his brother. Maybe a Jimmy Johnson. You got a little Jimmy Johnson say? in him. He said, I'm going to crush you. We're going to crush the little giants. <laughs> Might have a change of heart That's in the middle of the game, talk, man. Though. No way. He wants that gas station. Ah. He wants to demolish the gas station. Over. <laughs> You're going over on all these. I'm going over. I'm going under because I think they put the backup in of the fourth quarter. Yeah. Number 40. Yep. Man, you're... you're... I'm saying over. I, these guys, like, they're, they're way too good. You are in debt right now, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> all right. If, if Icebox played the whole game, right? Over, under, forced fumbles, two and a half. Price box. Oh man, I'm saying under because I feel like that's one where I'm going under. She, under, yeah. She would have. She already did two. She probably would have done two in my head. Okay. Um, she's gonna cause at least two. All but right. I'm saying under. The third one's tough. Yeah. Well, sorry, it's over. She did cause two in two defensive series that she was in. So you better start getting the checkbook out, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, what's your realistic score prediction? God. Let's say this game. I'll even. I'll give you Icebox for the whole game. Let's pretend that she didn't have this little lack of this absent-minded, let's go play uh, cheerleader thing. She's committed to her team. She plays the whole game. What's your final score? I think they actually score. I think they score, not, and not 28 points, okay? Yeah. But she's going to score something because she's all they got. Right. Junior, I heard a junior. I mean, realistically, they probably would be a pretty close game based on how she performed. Yeah. But... I'm going to say, oh man, 42 to 14. 42 to 14. Cowboys. Cowboys. They don't cover the spread. No. But it's a pretty dominating score. Yeah. Because realistically, you know, yeah. if they didn't piss her off, she she played better than she probably should have. Yeah. Because she was mad. Yeah. See, I I, I liken this to um, the, the Houston Texans of 2013. Yeah. Where J.J. Watt was a nut all over the field and they still won like two games. Yeah, that's the same type of thing here. I feel like there's nothing that that Icebox can do to overcome the lack of talent on her entire team. I like your score, 42. Okay. <laughs> so you're going with it? I'll go with it. So um, total on up as your bookie, I think it will be about $400. So <laughs> I'll pay. Do you accept cash, credit? Oh, I accept credit. The credit. Juice is, the juice is running the juice immediately. Is... <laughs> so. Well, look, this has been a lot of fun. I forgot to mention this was our Super Bowl special. We kind of said it before, right? I guess it's everybody knows Super Bowls on. We had planned on it, um, so we want to we want to say thanks for listening. Uh, we want to wish um, everyone uh, a happy Super Bowl. Enjoy it, love it. Hopefully, 
whoever you want to win wins. But they all can't be winners, Drew. Yeah. Well, our team's not in it. So. As your bookie, who do you got? Oh, man. Patriots, Seahawks. Patriots favored by one and a half. I'm going Seahawks. Seahawks? Yeah, I'm, I'm going for them, underdog. I agree. I, I'm, a, I'm a Russell Wilson fan, so I, let's I agree. Go with them. Seahawks are going to win, but I'm rooting for the Patriots. Oh, I can't. Listen, I can't believe you just said that on the show. <laughs> there's, there's, there's evidence Put it here. out there. I want everyone that is friends with Badway to call in, write in, tell him why he's wrong. I have no fan of the Patriots, but go Pats. You got bad. He's got probably money on this yeah. here, so. Go Pats. And anyway, <laughs> a couple people asked us, uh, why are we doing this podcast? You know, what's our background? They say, did they say it like that to say, why are you doing this? No. <laughs> did they like say that. it like that? Who no, said they, that? They wrote in and, and asked, you know. Oh, okay. See, I've read it wrong. So read what's, it wrong. Your, what's your background with movies? You know, why did you guys start a movie podcast? You know, we never really answered this. We no. just said that we know and like movies. So tell tell people about our background. That's yeah, actually a pretty fitting story. I mean, I've known Drew since uh, 11th grade. Been a while. Yeah. And we're, we're reasonable, uh, quote unquote, adults at this point. When we, when we were youngins, in our younger days, we both had jobs. I uh, worked at a reputable large chain video store. An establishment? An establishment. <laughs> Not an establishment. It's it's a it's a conglomerate. Okay. A establishment, establishment makes it sound like an adult yeah, store. It's like not, a, it wasn't a CD. Yeah, I, I rock I rock the blue and yellow. Yeah, all right. I rock the blue and yellow, and uh, so I had the movie rentals all locked. And where were you? I I worked at a, at a movie theater chain too. So you know, between me and Badway, we had all the movies on lock. So yeah. we saw pretty much everything. So yeah, we were very prominent in the in the movie industry. So <laughs> we are veterans. We saw them coming in and going out. We watched more bad movies than we could care to ever share because they were free. Because why not? Yeah. So that's kind of the story of that. And, um, you know, we talked about doing a podcast for like five years and we finally yeah. did it. So we're glad that everybody's enjoying it. Yeah. We're getting a lot of good feedback. Yeah. So. No, we, we have no idea what we're doing, and, <laughs> but we know we're having a good time doing it. After this episode, so, people are probably uh, going to stop listening. I'll t- tell you what, I appreciate one listener, let alone the number of downloads that we've had so far. So yes. it's been awesome. So that's what I want to say. I'm humbled by everybody that's downloaded. Um, yeah. I know I know you are too. Yeah. It's been really fun so far. We're yeah. going to keep doing this. It's just been a lot of fun. Tell your friends. So, Spread it out. Yeah. And if you guys do enjoy it, uh, stay tuned for more. You can hit our website up at thelastroadpodcast.com. Send us an email, thelastrowpodcast at gmail.com. We mentioned Twitter at the Last Row Pod. Look for us on Facebook, Google Plus, and any other way that you want to get in touch with us. We're here. We're here to listen. We're gonna be doing this. That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time. Didn't I tell you we didn't know what we were doing? We'll see you next time. See ya.